Hey everybody, welcome to Divi Chat. We are happy to be here once again. Uh, I hope we're live. It's uh, Zoom is telling us we're live, but YouTube seems like it's uh, struggling a little bit. Okay, there we go. I think we're good to go now. Um, we are on episode number 154 of Divi Chat. And today we're going to be talking about something that we think is front of mind for a lot of y'all, which is dealing with clients who are facing financial stresses. And then that's now trickling down to us and they're having to cancel some of their services, particularly recurring services. But also in some cases, if you had proposals out, you may have lost some of those right now due to everything going on with the, you know, what, and uh, so anyway, here we are, we're going to talk about all this today. And um, I'm going to change my name that is displayed as David Blackman, because that is not David Blackman. And let's go ahead and go around and introduce ourselves. Josh, you want to kick us off? Absolutely. I was expecting uh, ladies first, but I guess we'll I like go, to keep uh, you on your toes. Maybe dashing first. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. Sure. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Just, oh, Tim's here. Yeah, no, he yeah. gets the dash call. Hey, well, I'm Josh Hall. I am based in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you can find all my Divi tutorials, courses, and podcasts, and a bunch of Divi and WordPress and web design related things at joshhall.co. And um, oh, I feel like there was something else I was going to say, but for right now, we'll, we'll stick at that. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, Sarah, go for it. Oh, I thought you were going to go, team. Hi, Sarah Oates here, Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au, Endure Web on the socials, um, slightly in hibernation from all social media at the moment, but if you ping me, I may respond. <laughs> You'll never guess who's going next, you guys. It's you. <laughs> go for it, Tim. Hey everybody, Tim Streifler here, and I'm broadcasting from uh, San Clemente, California, and you can find me online at divilife.com, all of my Divi tutorials, plugins, child themes, layouts, wpgears.com uh, for mine and David's Divi Business Expert course, and timstreifler.com for client services. Um, Stephanie, really quick, when you said, you know what, it reminded me, when talking about coronavirus, uh, of Harry Potter, you know, who Voldemort. And so I feel like from now the on- The virus that shall just, not be named. Yeah, exactly. That's what we need to refer to <laughs> it is, is, is the virus that, that shall not be named. So. I know, I'm so tired of hearing about it. Yeah. Like, I kind of hate that we're even having to talk about it, but we do, like, it's that's what's facing everybody right now. This is our new reality. Yeah. I don't want to say it's our new normal because as someone pointed out to me this past week, normal is a setting on your washing machine. Nice. It's just an annoying thing that some yeah. Southerner would, would say, right? Yeah. Anyway, it, it, uh, I can I just say, say who I am really quick, though? Yes. <laughs> who are you, David Blackman? <laughs> yeah, I'm not David Blackman. I'm Stephanie Hudson. You can find me at focuswp.co. And that's where we do white label WordPress maintenance for busy agencies. So if you're a busy agency, if you are ramping up, come see us over there and um, come check us out at the Focus on Your Biz Facebook group too, which is where we spend a lot of time. So anyway, okay. Now we got the business out of the way, Tim. Continue. Yeah. I was going to say, although pretty much everyone in the world is probably sick about hearing about uh, COVID-19, talking about it, um, it's one of those things where it is like literally affecting everyone. Unless you live on a remote island and no one goes on or off the island ever, then I think you're it's even there dealing too. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's probably there too. <laughs> Somehow everybody got the way. Rona. Yeah, everybody. everybody got the Rona. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it affects everyone, every individual, it affects every business to a degree. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, it's one of those things that we're kind of stuck having to, to deal with and, uh, you know, figure out how to work around it. And yeah, so. So before we kick off and start diving into our, um, solutions and our suggestions and our experiences, uh, if you are on the live chat with us here on YouTube, why don't you go ahead and let us know in the chat if you've been experiencing this, if you've had clients cancel, if you've lost project bids, if it's been negatively affecting your business, or if it's been positively affecting your business because your clients all need you now, because that's the flip side of this for, for people in our, um, what's the word? not genre, but you know what we do. And yeah. if you're listening industry. on your industry, thank you. And if you're listening on iTunes or wherever podcast, uh, drop us a comment to let us know how you're handling it or, or what tactics you've been using. Um, so let's just talk with us. Like, have you guys experienced cancellations? I haven't so much. Like I've, I've had, um, I emailed all my clients to tell them hey, um, you know, this stuff's going on if you want me to put something on your website. So I just thought it was a good way to make contact with people. And I also, as a part of that said, hey, and my kids are at home. So if you could please be a little bit gracious if I don't get back to you as soon as I normally do. Um, and so it was a way of reaching out in a gentle way, but also offering something free of adding something to their website if they needed to. Um, I'm using Divi overlays quite a lot at the moment because mm. we're doing pop-ups to kind of say, hey guys, you know, we're closed, but open for takeaway or whatever it is. Um, Divi so bars been... kind of user over here right now. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yep. That's another <laughs> really good one. So like, yeah, or even just adding a block of text, it depends on the website, what they're wanting, but reaching out has been really useful. And I've actually had a couple of clients come back and say, Hey, actually I've got some time now. I'm going to start to think about things in a few months. I would like to redo my website. Um, so it's actually sparked some work. So, so far I haven't awesome. had anyone cancel to this point, but I am anticipating in the next few months, there may be some people that choose to go with their own hosting at some point, but so far, no. I feel like it's so, almost inevitable. Yeah. Josh and I were just talking before we went live and it, it really hasn't, like, we're kind of joking about it. Like I find it hilarious. Like my life has been impacted like 1%, like it's yeah. almost nothing. I already work from home. I'm already slightly antisocial, like, which I didn't used to be, but for the past like six, eight months, I kind of have been, I don't know why. And then I already order everything online. Like my Amazon guy knows us well. So it's like, that's it. Right. I mean, I don't, I haven't been that affected. My, I haven't really lost work. There was a couple bids that are out that like sort of were more put on hold. They're not going away. They'll still happen, but they did get sort of put on hold. But honestly, I've been super busy but i do feel like the other shoe is going to drop like you can only have so many people out of work before it eventually starts trickling down unless your niche happens to be like hospitals or something like that yeah i'm kind of i'm interested to see what happens this month to see if there's going to be a big shift because like a lot of my we have a handful of clients that are barbers and a lot of services that are you know they're shut down right now so uh, it's going to be kind of interesting. Some of my clients are doing great. A lot of them are doing content online and then we have some online stores and some of those are doing amazing. So I think it's going to even out. Um, I will say, which by the way, as far as using Tim stuff, I actually use the Divi promo bar generator. That's I, I still like that. I use it years ago and I, I use it on my site. Yeah. Uh, I but anywho, I don't, 
for 20. I don't know that one. Uh, yeah, it's it's a free it's a freebie. You can just create a, a free little bar and put in your details, and then hmm. uh, you get a code, and then you can put it on your site. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yes. that that came out originally in in 2016, and that led to the, the Divi Bars plugin. And then hmm. because of COVID 19, it started being used. I mean, it, it had consistent yeah. usage, but because of COVID 19, it had more uses than ever. And so we updated it for 2020. Made the the generator uh more user friendly and all right yeah i just i saw that yeah since tim is getting all this love he's gonna have to get a little tough love too nancy says in the chat which this drives me crazy on the licensing screen up for the um api the social things the social things cover up half the site the urls anyway it's not that serious it all still works but the the social share icons when you go to add a site to your license, I'll tell you, I'll show you later anyway. Uh, well, before um, I was, Oh, before on I my was, actual site. I thought you were talking about the licensing page, like in the plugin. No, no, no. On your site. Like where you go to add another site. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Is this Divi live chat? Because uh, this is not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I everyone just, just needs to go to divilife.com. <laughs> so uh, on the whole yeah. thing of like, has life changed? Have you guys seen that um, meme where it's like people before COVID and there's like a family, like all looking at their phones. Yes. And then it's like people during COVID and everyone's like out at the park. Yes. Like going for like walks that. and stuff. So I me and my kids went really for a good. bike ride yesterday. And like, honestly, our lake has never been busier. Like there wow. are people constantly walking around or riding or like, and in their little family groups. And I kind of love it. And I have to say like, you know, even though we are all stuck at home and it is a little bit crazy, I think that's one of the awesome things about it is families are trying to find ways to survive. And part of that is getting out and going for walks and going for bike rides and just seeing so many people out there. It's kind of lovely. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see once, you know, the virus starts declining and things start to go yeah. back to normal, how habits and things that, that we did in the midst of mm-hmm. this, we start adopting into our normal life. Like, like for yeah. example, zoom is one of those companies oh, yeah. that skyrocketed. Like people are gonna be like, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is an amazing tool. I want to continue to use this or I want to. I think I will home. continue to try and do more client meetings on zoom. I think it's good to meet in person where you can, but I do think it opens the door where the door was far more shut that people will be open to Zoom meetings. And that will save me half a day. Like That's every a great time I have point. a meeting, I lose half a day every single time. So if I can, Ugh, I hate in-person that even to half the amount of meetings, that will be a huge advantage for me moving forward, just because people know how to use it now. And it's not yeah. such a foreign thing to say, hey, can we just jump on Zoom? It really has forced people to be a little more tech savvy. Even a lot of my clients who are old school would never do something like Zoom, but like my networking group, we're doing, I'm hosting our our Friday morning meetings now with Zoom and it's forcing people to get used to it. And yeah, I had to totally back that point up. Okay, you know, I was Zoomer. Just, That's what I right? keep waiting for to start. Zoomer. Boomer. <laughs> okay, <Nice>. Zoomer. <laughs> well, Stephanie but, uh, mentioned how she was showing like people in their 80s how to use Zoom. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was an adventure. That's but you know what? They did great. They did great. Yeah, you know I what mean, platform and- someone's on, you can teach them. Just tell them what, because it's, it's in order. The trouble is doing like a general tutorial for Zoom. That's where I've run into some real issues because tablet, phone, desktop, yeah. Windows, Mac, everything is drastically different. Like the color of the buttons are different for some reason. Like 
yeah. little raise hand button is blue on some and orange on it. Like, I don't know why that's different on different platforms. So it's really tough to like do a general tutorial, but if you know what somebody's using, you can easily help them. Nancy just mentioned virtual backgrounds being a game changer and Pixar today, I think it was today or recently released a bunch of like their like Pixar movie related backgrounds for that's so awesome. Zoom or, or whatever you're using. For and real? so, yeah, so you could, you know, be in Andy's room from Toy Story mm -hmm. as your background. So I was just thinking of doing like a, a Zoom background challenge or something like that in the Facebook good group. Idea. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. You heard so it here first, guys. Go start. COVID is changing the world. Mm -hmm. We probably should get back to our topic. Yeah. yeah and I was going to say like, um, so I've had two situations. I had one cancel, one client cancel, but I was kind of joking before we went live that that client, uh, I hate to call any clients a pain in the ass, but he, he kind of was, he was just <laughs> cheap. I was surprised that he signed on on our plan in the first place. He gave me such pushback on it. And then I was not surprised like the minute this came about that he was like, Hey, cancel my plan. So the thing with me, and I talk about this in my maintenance plan course, I have a whole process when somebody wants to cancel as far as like putting the notice on them that they, they are required to do security, whether they hire somebody else or they do it themselves, or here's what could potentially happen. And I talked about the pricing of fixing it and stuff. So I did all that. Uh, he never responded back. So I, you know, I'm letting it go, but that was my only one that's actually canceled. Now I did have another one. Uh, so I'm a feeler and, um, sometimes <laughs> when you have your heart in your business, it can be tricky, <laughs> but a guy, in my, a guy, a guy in my networking group, he owns a, uh, he owns a skate rink shop here in, in Columbus and they're completely closed and it hit him, it hit him really hard. And he is actually working at Amazon. Now he got a part-time job Oh wow! Oh, and cool. I just, I just felt so bad. So I told him, cause he's in my networking group. I, I let him know like, Hey man, I'll cover your plan for a couple months here. Don't worry about, you know, We'll do the updates and stuff. Don't oh, worry about nice. it. So I gave him a couple, couple month break. Um, can't do that with all my clients, obviously, but uh, you know, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, <laughs> like, Josh. You know, <laughs> I love being giving, but I also have bills to pay as well. So exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's. Well, it is uh, a really interesting one, right? Because our government has just announced um, that people can't be booted out of their house if they can't pay their rent, and like putting halts on mortgage payments and those kind of things. And I did have this thought in my mind of like like what does that mean for us like i get that we're just hosting a website but is there any onus on us to be saying you know like should we be doing anything to kind of because we are still in work and people do still need websites and i don't know and i don't have an answer to the question but i think there was this thought in my mind of like we're still demanding that everyone just still pays and that's a right. little bit tricky um yeah yeah I I think it, it's a case by case basis type of thing, kind of as Josh alluded to. So like, for example, one of my clients uh, is in the food service business and they have two locations temporarily closed, one location they just permanently closed and like they're, they're struggling hardcore and like they're still trying to do takeout and stuff for certain locations, but yeah. like it's hitting them really hard. And so they had me do a bunch of updates on the, on the site to communicate all of those changes and, and remove certain aspects and remove location pages and stuff. And so um, I decided that I'm just not going to charge them right now. And to me, yeah. it's like, because they're struggling and stuff, like I, I want to be giving uh, obviously I'm not going to go and build someone's website for free, but like the, 
you know, $500 or so like, okay, I'm willing to forego that in the interest of like keeping this relationship, because I feel like after we get out of this, the companies that are going to be willing to be giving, it's going to come back. And like, think about, um, uh, there's certain companies I, we talked about it, I think a few weeks ago, certain companies that have like, you know, opened Zoom up pre plan. Yeah. We, we talked about it, how like we want to subscribe to them more because of yeah. that. And so I think that same principle can be applied as web designers too, but I think it is a case by case basis. Yeah. Cause as Josh mentioned, you know, we all still have bills to pay, so you can't let everyone, you know, have free, free labor, but I think it just kind of, so yeah. your, your options are basically educate them and let them walk away, uh, cut the price, reduce it, yeah. or offer them something for free. Uh, or you could also in some cases substitute, I would think right? Depending on what they're getting, they could potentially be dropped down to a lower package or, you know, something yeah. along those lines, depending and, on whatever. And, and let me also... clarify we, we really quick with my example, like they're, they've been a long-term client that's, you know, they've spent a lot of money over the, the past couple of years. So to me, it doesn't yeah. feel right during this time to be like, Hey, you owe me $500 when like they paid me a lot of money over the past couple of years. Yeah. But it's like, that's a, it's a case by case basis. Hey, Sarah, Joan, um, Margal, I don't know how to say that in the, um, come on, Siri. I said, Sarah, not Siri. Uh, she <laughs> said that SiteGround has 99 cents a month for three months for new oh, account wow. signups. Send your, send your Ooh. guy there. <laughs> yeah, I was, that. I mean, I was saying before this, that I had a, an ethical dilemma that I had just been trying to end with a client just before COVID hit. And I had sent the hard word, I'm going to shut your website down. And then COVID hit. And now I don't feel like I can shut his website down. So I might send him to site ground. Um, but yeah, so another thought that I had is most of my clients pay annually. And so, you know, as we hit a new oh. month, which is today, I will be emailing a bunch of clients. And I had already started this process of vaguely offering monthly payments instead of annual payments. Um, but I think what I will be doing is kind of really putting that much clearer so that as my April annual people come through, just saying, hey, you can go on um, a monthly plan if you'd like to. My plan initially was, so they pay annually. If they go monthly, they're going to get charged a 1.5% fee to do monthly. But I'm thinking I might find a way to waive that. I would um, just, what I do, year. Sarah, is I just have my monthly cost and then I have an annual discount cost. So yeah, um, that's what, yeah, yeah a lot maybe, of my clients uh, have done that. Idea. Now, what's interesting though, is I do have a ton of monthly or annual payments that go out or invoices that go out in March. So oh, yeah. boy. Uh, I just had a bunch. Now, luckily they all went to companies that are um, pretty like, pretty established. So they're not like a startup that has no budget or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think it'll be too impacted, but yeah, anytime you can go annual is great. Even at a discount yeah. rate, just cause you get them locked in. For, How much do you know. discount it out of interest? So I generally take a month off. So, okay. um, so 12%, like, that's a pretty big discount. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, you know, like if, and if your pricing is like, you know, like say, I would say have if, to increase by 12% to be able to well, do I that. Well, I figure like if, you know, just from a pricing perspective and any kind of subscription service, yeah. if, some, if something's 49 a month, um, generally what I'll do is just 499 a year. If you do the annual, yeah. something like that, um, to where, yeah, generally it's about, I don't a think it's 12%, is it? Isn't that, 
That's eight like percent, but that's it. It's eight percent. No, it's 8%. <laughs> eight percent. Yeah, Matt on. is different in Australia. You guys, Matt and I am hard. teaching kids maths at the moment. It's, <laughs> oh, it's no. awesome. My kids no, are going to go back to school know. next year and be like, "So, guys, <laughs> I learned all these amazing things." That's the other one. Not to go off topic again, but I wonder how many kids will never go back to traditional school after this because they'll be like, "I don't know." I think school. most parents. There's some will be kids like, that are. A lot of parents are struggling. Like a lot of parents really are struggling, but I think a lot of kids are thriving. I just talked to a friend who has a kid who's like been doing horrible at school. He's been like having anger outbursts and like getting in trouble every other day, all this stuff. And he like can't do his homework and he's doing like awesome at homeschooling. It's like changed That's everything. Good. So anyway, you know what side thing? Uh, one thing I did want to um, want to say is I have to thank you guys for our talk a couple of weeks ago because we talked about how to help clients through a time of crisis You're and welcome, not only, yeah, thank you, Tim. Not <laughs> only, on, not only did I, right. I learned a lot and I really like, I thought that was going to be a pretty good talk, but it, I thought it like exceeded my expectations. Tenfold. How to help your fellow panelists in a time of crisis, in a time of crisis. But I say that because I really got the lit the fire into me to be proactive with clients instead of reactive. So I sent out an email after that. Mm -hmm offering to do either a promo bar or notification or change hours or help out. And we got a lot of great responses and it made us, made us look awesome. And I think that contributed to only having one cancellation on our maintenance nice. plan. So just yeah. wanted to say, yeah. you know, I think that was well, well-timed that episode mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago, cause we jumped on it. And I it think that's what sparked my two clients saying, Hey, actually in a couple of months, we want to redo our website. Mm, so like, I think it really has sparked a few people to not just forget about it because what I have noticed is my emails, I mean, I'm loving it, right? But like my maintenance type emails, like this thing isn't working or I wanna change this thing or whatever, that's calmed right down. And I'm actually loving that because I can focus on my other work. But by sending out that email, it sparked this kind of like, oh, that's actually cool. I have been thinking about whatever, whatever, whatever. So here's yeah, another little thing I did connected to that. So I work with breweries who are obviously doing horrible right now. And uh, I, I reached out to my clients, but I also, I'm in a couple professional groups on Facebook. And so I went in there and I said, listen, if anybody needs help, even if like, I ended up even getting a couple Wix sites and stuff like that, people said, yeah, yeah I nice. have no idea how to put a banner up on my site. So I was even, even able to help them. And it's like, that's another one of those goodwill things. Like who knows? down the road yeah. once their businesses start going. Yeah, I think the fact that we are doing okay and it may change and then maybe we'll be the ones who are like, crap, I've got no money. But the fact that we are doing okay puts some responsibility on us, not to be slaves to everybody else, but to be thinking about how we can at least be on the front foot, whether it's emailing people and saying, hey, just letting you know I'm here, mm -hmm. or whether it's saying, hey, your annual invoice is due, but I wanted to let you know that we offer monthly i know times are tough right now happy to help you out with this or like my That's client nice. has just almost finished and i've said to her hey just letting you know you will owe the final 40 percent, but i'm happy to change that to a monthly plan over the next six months and she was like oh my gosh thank you so much i think i'll take you up on that so i mean really you it's so hard in to their shoes yeah if you think about having somebody call you and be like hey by the yeah. way 
I'm going to proactively like lower your bill so you don't have to come up yeah. with all that money. I mean, and realistically, <laughs> my clients moving to monthly or someone paying me on a payment plan that might actually help me in a few months yeah. time. Like, it's not like it's the end of the world for me. It may actually just spread out my income over the next six I months. I love monthly. That's okay. And that may actually be a better position when COVID finishes to have everybody on monthly. Maybe it just helps me transition to that point. So it's not like it's all horrible for us, but I think by us proactively saying, we understand that life is not simple for you. This is what we can offer you. At least it kind of, you know, they're going to feel like we're looking out for them and not just looking to make every cent or demand money right this second. Eric Dingler in the chat has a cool idea. He said he had a client who called to cancel and he let them name their own price to stay on. They said they could afford 20 bucks a month. So they did it. I'm like, that's pretty cool too, because it yeah. lets them sort of be in control of it and also yeah. keeps it. So yeah. And, and yeah. like, yeah. not that you, you do that for like the, the quote unquote, like goodwill that comes with it, but like, that is a side benefit. Like for example, mm -hmm. um, we have a friend who does like homemade baked goods, like breads and stuff like that. Like it's a very, very small business and it's mainly kind of just like word of mouth, friends and family, stuff like that. But we buy bread from her and she announced that like during this time, she's doing a pay what you can or don't pay it all type of model, which I mean, we're talking oh, like, nice. you know, $7 like bread, right? It's not, not a lot of money. Um, but because of that, that made my wife want to pay more, be like, wow, that's awesome yeah. that, she's doing that, that she's not like certain people that can't afford to buy bread. Like she's yeah. going to give it to them for free. Like, well, we, we can't afford to pay more. So we are going to. And so like, I feel like that's kind of the spirit of, of a lot of this for a lot of companies is like, Hey, we're in this together. Let's help each other out. And so like what, uh, Eric mentioned Eric, right. Yeah. In the chat mm -hmm. like that, like, not that he did it for that purpose, but like that clients just became his biggest fan and they're going right. to refer him and, and stuff like that. So that yeah. what you just told reminded me of, um, something that I've seen, uh, uh, I think it was actually one of the breweries. They had people can go online and pay it forward. So like you can go and buy like 10 beers for hospital workers. And so then they can cash nice. it in and come and pick up beers and take them home or something like that, which I thought was also a really cool idea. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. But um, I, I really like just mooning one. us. I know. <laughs> Ridiculous. So I think there are some clients who will have to cancel. Like they're just in the position yeah. where whatever we are charging, it is too much for them. But there's certainly some clients of mine who are small businesses. They have virtually no plugins. Maybe they have three or four plugins. They're really basic ones. Pretty much an auto update system is not going to break their site for the most part. And so, you know, for those ones, I think when they come to you and say, hey, I really need to cancel being able to recommend a good host, um, particularly one that will look after them, like the host that I have, they will really look after clients where if a client has an issue, they would help them. And it's going to be a Who's third that? of the cost of uh, Kinetics, which is an Australian hosting oh, company. Okay. Um, so they're really good and they're really good with their clients. And so I've actually, over the last three months, there's been a few clients who've said to me, look, I'm really struggling with the cost. And I said, hey, if you go over to these guys, I will move the site for you. You won't have to worry about a thing. Just go and set up your payment with them and we'll set it to auto update. So they pay an extra $5 a month, which then allows all of the auto update system to work. 
and the backups are all built in. So like, obviously we're not wanting to sell that to our clients, but if there are clients who have really simple websites, they're a small business, maybe they're a startup, they've got no money. It's an option that we can confidently send them over. And if you can do it with your own current host, it means that potentially you can move them for them. It doesn't take a big effort. And then afterwards, if they want to come back to you, it's then not a big deal for them to just migrate. I feel like if their sites are that easy to update, I'd just do them. Yeah. I mean, maybe, and and maybe if you want to keep them long-term, but there are some businesses who they're going to struggle to survive just through it. Right. And like, maybe I would be willing just to do it and completely waive the fee, but equally moving forward, they may not have the money at the end of COVID and being able to kind of, because then when you get to the end of COVID, what are you going to do? Like if they're a business that's really struggling, if you can get them on a $20 a month plan where then it's just doing it for themselves, they are going to recommend you to other people who have the money. And so by looking after them, moving their site, getting them on a cheaper plan, not just trying to take their money or not even just saying, Hey, I'll look after you for the next six months. And then at that point, start paying me again, please. Like being able to kind of preempt what sort of business are they and what is the long-term best thing for that business. It may be that not being on your maintenance is the best thing for them and you can navigate them through that and they'll love you for it. It's probably worth talking about some strategies to prepare for, like for potential clients that are going to cancel, which is going to be inevitable for all of us. There are going to be more of the drop off, mm-hmm. but more importantly to have an action plan for when things do get back to normal. Like I, I would not view a client that drops off during this time. The last time you're going to talk or hear that from that client. Like, I think it's really important to think about, okay, once things get back to normal, how can I reapproach them? How can we strike this up again? Like it's, Maybe I don't know. Do you guys have any ideas on that? Sarah's I like, really... you're dead to me. <laughs> you're <almost laughs> I mean, I, done. Uh, I, I have am not, not thought like about that, that at all. I haven't I thought about it... that myself, but it's good to good to plan. Now it. I would do the um, same as what we've done now, and I would just email them maybe three months after COVID, or maybe six months after COVID, or maybe at Christmas time, or you know, sometime that doesn't feel icky, <laughs> and just say, hey, just letting you know, I hope things have gone all right for you through COVID letting you know I'm still here. Even if you decide to keep your hosting where it is, if some, if you need help, you can always pay me for my services to like help you, you know, whatever. I'm here and available for you to hire. Or if you ever want to come back on to maintenance, you could even offer them a discount to come back on with your maintenance potentially. But I think it is incredible how effective a really simple email, not an automated one, like a personalized email is when you send just a plain text email to someone saying, Hey, just letting you know, I'm here if you need me. Yeah. Yeah, The one that doesn't start with percent name percent. Don't you love Uh, when you get those? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Right. Or one that like doesn't fit them because it was automated. And you're like, they're like, I'm not a business. I'm a club. What are you doing now? If something does have to go down, just one quick thing I wanted to say, Josh, if, cause I know you said this before too, about like, if somebody really does have to cancel, and you give them, you explain to them, have you guys heard about the website owner's manual, the WOM? It's in the, uh, it's done by these guys in the admin bar. It's a Facebook group and they have a company. They're awesome. And they created this document. Uh, it's like a Google um, slides document or something like that. So you can go in and customize it. They sell it. It's cheap. It's like 30 bucks or something like that, I want to say. And you go and you customize it and it's got little charts for all of the things like 
who's in charge of the of updating plugins who's in charge of this this and this this is what my host is this is what my login is and all that stuff it's got all of that built in so that you they use it for both if somebody leaves and also as like um a pre-sale tool as well so like if you want to take care of your website yourself here's what you have to do like this is all the things you have to do every day week month whatever and that's a nice thing too because it may be that they they realize like okay i have to right now but then it'll make them eager to come back when they're able yeah that's a good point and there's a lot of good things going on in the youtube chat right now like uh nancy mentioned that she would try to keep clients from canceling rather than suspending until their business gets back on their feet uh kyle wallace said he thinks it'd probably be weird to pop up again after you just disappear for a while if they cancel um don says uh, the issue with offering a discount now is that it may cheapen your services in the future. All really good things to consider. Um, what I would say is if you're going to do any sort of, like when I offered the free maintenance plan for my skate client, uh, I told him once he's back open, that's when we'll, re we'll reissue it. So I would yeah. say you'd probably have to have some sort of clear oh, guideline as to, yeah, like a boundary. Uh, don't yeah. just say like, oh, I'll take care of your maintenance plan for a little bit. Well, a little bit could be a month or it could be three right. months or it could be a year. Like, I think if you're going to do something like that, being really intentional of the the, um, the and, end of that, it's a big one. And maybe sending an invoice each month that has it zeroed out mm -hmm. to remind yes. them like what you're doing and that you're not charging them for it. Great totally. point, yeah. Steph. That would alleviate uh, Don's issue, which, which is a great point of like feeling like you're services aren't worth as much like if you do in the case of what eric dingler did where maybe it's you know they offer 20 bucks a month that, that's what they can do well to your point send that invoice but yeah just yeah. do it discounted that way yeah. people know okay <laughs> the service is still 59 bucks a month or 75 a month or whatever it is but they're just getting the discounted for a certain amount yeah and, and normally i'm very 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 against discounting services because i do think that it, it does cheapen it uh, and i think it's like we're basically by cheapening the services, you're basically working for less money. And it's like, I don't think any web designer deserves to work for less money than what they should be getting paid. However, this isn't normal. Like this is, you know, hey, a global Tim, pandemic. Normal is just a cycle on your washer machine. Yeah, exactly. So uh, like we're in, 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 this sounds like a cliche because every podcast news reporter whatever it's saying like this is unprecedented times and mm -hmm. so like i feel like there's room for that which normally i would be like no don't discount like you know do yeah and because it's that. not about you saying i'm worth worth less money it's about you saying i'm in it with you like yeah. you know we're all trying to make this work we are together it's it's more of reaching out to them. And I think, you know, someone said they labeled it COVID-19 response discount, which I think is lovely. And I think if it's a personalized thing, you're not going to put it on your website. You're not going to say on your website. And now my hosting plan is only whatever. Right. Like you're not going to do that. But as a personalized thing, like Josh has done with his one client and said, hey, I recognize that this is going to be a challenge for you. This is what I can offer you for this, you know, until you reopen. It's got clear boundaries it's personalized and it's not saying, and now my broad services are really cheap and stupid. Mm -hmm. So, I so think Eric also said that his accountant said, make sure you do that with the keeping it captured and tracked, uh, documented. That's the word. Um, because oh, can you, you could it? potential have tax discounts yeah, right. if the government makes allowances for it. He's Maybe. in the U S he's in the U S so that's not a, for sure, but it doesn't hurt to document. Yep. Yeah, doesn't hurt. To, yeah. Great idea. 
Um, so, okay. So what about being proactive about this versus reactive about it? Josh was sort of trying to say that I, while I feel very strongly that it's great to be able to offer discounts in order to keep clients, I don't know that I'm rushing out to say like, Hey, I'd like to give you a couple free months. What's no, your guys' thoughts on that? I'm certainly not. My plan of action. I feel like is we know to that. Offer people monthly. <laughs> like that's it. I, my off. My plan is to offer monthly. I'm still. I'm being proactive. I'm offering people services, but I'm not offering them to go for free, free services. But if right. they need it, I'm certainly open to considering it on a case by case basis. But it's not going to be a first port of call. Yeah, I, I found that even just reaching out, like I've reached out to a few clients personally, apart from the email I sent out that says, hey, I know you guys, like a barbershop here locally, they're closed. And I was like, hey, I know, I know you guys are closed. Do you want us to update the site with anything? Just doing things like that will help the value of your yeah. monthly mm -hmm. services. Um, will some people think about canceling? Maybe, but I'll tell you this. Most people, like if they have a good relationship with you, and you reach out trying to help during this time, they're going to think about, I would, I would think about that. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't, you know, for something like that, I know I'm helping their livelihood. I would try to hold on to them as much as possible. And most of my clients, at least in Columbus, Ohio, we're kind of a big, small town. Uh, there's a very business, like we care about each other's businesses. So we want each yeah. other to succeed. Yeah. I think and most that, people recognize us as small businesses and they don't want us to go under either. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like it's all on us. And that's the cool thing about working with small business owners is they get it and they know yeah. that like, well, yeah, I'm struggling, but this small business owner, this web designer, like they have yeah. bills to pay too. Where like a lot of consumers are like, oh, Netflix should be free right now. <laughs> like I've heard people say stuff like that. It's like, well, yeah, Netflix is a, like a huge company, but like yeah. they, they still have <laughs> bills to pay and right. um, yeah. you know, they're not like unlimited funds. So yeah, and um, if you think about it from the perspective Adobe. of like, sorry, go ahead. If you think about it from the perspective of Adobe and Zoom and those guys, what they have done is they haven't said, I'm going to offer it for free. They've said, we will increase what you receive. So they've still said, you're still going to pay. Like you're not getting it all for free, but we will allow you these extensions kind of thing and and their hope i am sure is that you will keep those extensions later and pay more i'm sure that is yeah. part of the plan right yeah but mm -hmm. equally netflix could be bumping you up to the next plan or foxtel we got an email we just get one pack and they said you can have the whole thing i don't know what that is COVID. you know what foxtel is do you guys you not guys? have that oh it's like a cable um it's like netflix mm. except way more expensive um, anyway, um, sounds awesome. But I think equally, <laughs> what we're talking about is the same thing. We're not saying, hey, we're going to reduce your costs or we're going to give it to you for free. What we're saying is, hey, can we add this thing to your website for free? Could we do this thing for you for free? Like, could we increase what you are receiving? Right. Increasing we're value not opposed charging to decreasing you less, cost. But we're offering mm -hmm. to help you out with this thing that we hadn't previous. Normally, you would pay for this, but at the moment, Hey, can we help you out? So if there is a way for you to increase the value temporarily where you're not saying, Hey, and you need to pay me for all these extra things. I think that's a way to give rather than be reducing yeah. in cost. Potentially. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that we're talking about now that are mostly about our monthly hosting and maintenance, right? We haven't really yeah, talked sure. about much other than that. So what about 
full projects? What about a website build? What about adding on elements to it? What if somebody needs to add a blog or do some email marketing now or learn how to set up Zoom? Those kind of things. Um, are we being proactive about reaching out for those? I, I know I have, and I think a lot of other people have too, that sales right now feels icky. You know, like you feel <laughs> yeah. kind of gross going out and selling. And yet I think, I don't know, I'm still trying to get my head around how to approach it the right way because I think people have a lot of time now. So while there, there's a lot of free education out there, there's a lot of other stuff, but I think people also have are saying like, okay, well now I can work on my business or you know, now I can learn a new skill or set up a website for a small business or something like that that I couldn't do before. But how do, how do you guys approach that or view that? Because I've been really thinking about this a lot. I mean, it's interesting with sales right now, simply because I think most of us, if we're either in networking groups or whatever we're doing online, um, like most of our sales come through a lead through our contact form. Like I know for, uh, like I don't go out on sales meetings really at all anymore. Um, so I don't feel like I'm selling it all, but what I am doing is trying to, well, I was going to say producing content, but that's for my joshhall.co stuff, which is completely different. Um, I mean, you're marketing, Josh, you're putting stuff out there still. I am marketing, but it's you're selling mainly a course. Just, well, that's, just for joshhall.co. That's a whole, that's a whole different. Yeah. That's segment. in the, like the course of the products category, which yeah, I feel, I feel yeah, surely my services, it rebounds into services. Like surely it, can, it there certainly are can. Yeah, there are people who come through, you know, that kind of stuff and then hire us as in transit studios. But uh, from a sales standpoint, what I was what I was thinking about what I was going to say is that since, you know, all networking meetings are closed in person, you can do them virtually. I don't think that much has to change. Like I've never been pushy in sales. I think most of us haven't. Most web designers, we do what we do. We keep on learning. We offer good services, hopefully. And then that attracts people to us. And I really think just staying the course is more important than ever. Producing good content, staying consistent, keep on working on you and your business, and then be helpful. I mean, yeah, good, good call team. Literally just stole the words yeah. out of my mouth. Yeah, be helpful. <laughs> offer you know like good strategies, like what we talked about a few weeks ago, with ways we can help our clients. By doing that, that's going to attract sales. And um, like I just put together a big proposal yesterday. It was for a seventy-five hundred dollar project, and I wasn't shy about you know, doing that. It was for a big member type forum place, which is, you know, not, it's not a surprise at all that a company is wanting to do like a big forum and membership type of thing because everyone wants to get online. Uh, We just had an inquiry come in through today. And so business is kind of normal for us right now, as far as that goes. But um, I I was just, you know, to sum, sum that up, I think you don't need to be extra salesy or pushy right now. If anything, it's the opposite. Just, just be extra helpful just do what you would normally do. Just be extra um, att- intentional and helpful. So I, I had like this that. idea for my turnkey site because I have a turnkey system built for breweries who, again, all going under. <laughs> They're doing like to-go stuff and a lot of them have shut their doors and things. And I was kind of thinking of like, it's a, oh, excuse me. <coughs> it's a, it's not the, don't worry. It's not the Rona, you guys. It's not the Rona. <laughs> it's not the Rona. Uh, they... They, again, like you don't have money, but you now have time. And I always say everything you want to do, like in our, in our industry, it either costs money or time for the most part. Like if you want to build your own website, it's going to take time. If you don't want to spend the time, you got to have some money to pay somebody to do it, you know, and that's with a lot of things. But so now they don't have a lot of money, but they do have time. And I was kind of thinking about throwing this out there, doing a little promotion where we'd offer 
you know, maybe three months free at, for people to sign up now and then build a site and go for it. And I'm like, so I'm trying to think like, is that useful or is that icky? I don't think that's super icky because it's offering something for free now. And but would that be worth it? Or would I shoot myself in the foot? I don't know. I kind of feel like if somebody's going to go out there, they've always like, there's so many people I hear say like, oh yeah, I wish I had the time to like fix up my site or to do it better or to add this or whatever. I don't know. I just was thinking about that. I just had that thought yesterday. So I may, I may try that. Out. I think there will always be people who will look to juke the system as much as they can. But I think for the most part, there's that theory of, um, and why people do like free returns, right? Once you buy something and you have it physically in your house, in your hands, you often want to keep it. And so mm -hmm. you often, you're more point. likely to keep it than you are to return it. So um, I, when I first started my business, I offered a year's worth of maintenance as a part of building a site for people. And the theory was that they would experience it and then they would probably want to keep it. Oh, there's a baby. Uh-oh, we have a special guest today. <laughs> it's little Annie. Annie hi. wants to say hi to everybody. What do you Except she doesn't know how yet. The cutest <laughs> wow. coworker ever. Right? How old is she now, Josh? She is four months. Oh, gosh. four months old. You guys, she's, she's just being precious. If you're on the, if you're not watching this live, you're missing out. You know missing what? Out. If you're, if your client threatens to cancel, just hold up your baby and hold say, "Are you baby. sure? Are you That's sure you right. want to cancel?" Or hold a picture <laughs> of Josh's baby. You don't want me baby. to be able to feed her. Or hold a picture. You can Photoshop my baby in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think, I think that there is, you know, there is some giving in that in saying, Hey, look, we know times are tough. You have some time. This is going to kind of get the ball rolling. I think another idea that I've been having, well, I've had it for a while and I haven't had time to implement it, but I did meet with a client who has a whole bunch of, it's, it's like a, I don't know what they're called, but anyway, they have all these mechanics who are under them, who are part of this network type thing. And they were saying to me, my mechanics, they can't afford like a proper website, but could you create some templates that make it much, much cheaper? And so I've had this idea for quite a while of specifically making up maybe five templates. So I know we can get the free ones from Elegant Things, but I've got to be honest, I think most of them are a bit and so I don't actually, <laughs> they look beautiful, but they're not functional for most businesses. Like most realistically, people. they're kind of creative and quirky, but they don't actually fit most businesses. And I'm sorry, that but that's too. the way I feel about them. And yeah. so I, I have had this idea that if I can create, say, five different templates that are basic theme, you know, you could... Um, modify them for most small businesses. Maybe they have five pages, five basic, you know, the home about services, contact, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Um, and then by doing that, you could actually then offer to people who can't afford it. And at the moment that could be perfect for them where they say, look, I can't afford a five gram website, but I can afford a one gram website. And that gets me going. I'm happy to pick one of your five templates. This is the one I pick. They write the content to match the shape. And then you just implement that. It makes it really cheap. You could even offer them a monthly plan for six months, you know, like as a way of saying, hey, if you pick one of these five, you give me all of the content, I will put you on a six month plan. You can even go on your own hosting, like to help people get the ball rolling. It's still income for you. So if you're really struggling, that might be a way to kind of get things moving. You're still supporting small businesses, but equally you're getting some income. 
maybe. And then maybe they'll idea. love it so much they'll go on your maintenance. And then maybe in a couple of years time when their business has grown, they're going to come back to you and say, okay, now I want the five grand customized website ready to go. I, don't I actually know if you want guys... to do... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Steph. I was going to say, I want to do a whole episode on pricing models because I have three different pricing models right now. And I think it's super interesting, the psychology of it and how to do it so it's profitable at, at all levels and stuff. That's, that's one I'm going to put on the list because I think that there's so much to talk about with like what Sarah just sure. said right now, you know? I think we can always talk pricing. That'll never mm-hmm. go um, Are you guys, have you guys experienced, because we're in the middle of a couple projects right now. Um, we're not going to do this necessarily, but for clients who are struggling, would you guys consider doing like, like stretching a payment over a few months instead of doing everything yeah. all at once? I would even like stretch that. it over a whole people. year. Totally. As long as they, as long as you felt like you could trust them. And I have done it with client. I don't know. I've done it with at least 10, 15 clients over the time. Yeah. I am I, more than happy to spend the, as long as they go on an automatic, like yeah. that is my yes. one thing. And automated and thing. you have to have them on your hosting. Exactly. That's what I was about yes. to say. I've yeah. done that like for a, a while now. And it's also a really good way to, to see if, when you're like talking price and, and everything, if they're saying like, oh, I just can't afford that right now, then it's yeah. a way to see if it's truly like a money issue or if they're not seeing the value in it. Because if it's money and you say, hey, we'll break up the payments, like however many months you need, you know, three months, six months, 12 months, and they're still like, no, then it's like, okay, well then they clearly don't yeah. see the value. So um, right. yeah, you have to have them on your hosting so they don't take the site and run. Um, and then I typically have only done it with people that I kind of already knew. So like someone that just kind of came out of the blue, yeah. never heard of like, yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. but, um, I definitely, I suppose you could, if you have them on auto bill and you're, you're hosting it yourself. So I still, I don't think I'd be doing it with someone that just came through the internet. Like I probably would want to have at least met with the, like normally it would be someone either I knew or was referred by someone I know, or I've met them in person. I got a really good feeling about them which I think you can gauge pretty well when you Let meet me ask, someone. Do you guys, if you do those kind of setups, do you charge, um, do you charge like basically interest? Do you make it higher if they break it up over to more payments? I haven't, no. Oh, I did charge the one and a half percent because the system I have, it allows you to tick a box that just says, would you like to like pass on the fees that come through Stripe mm. essentially to mm. make it function? I have done that. I did have one client say, oh, I don't want to pay the one and a half percent fee. So I still haven't worked out how I function that. But no, I like, I think it's still regular income for us. And I, I don't think it hurts us in the long term. And I think it helps them hugely. And I think having happy clients is one of the most important things we can do for our business. So I but think if you, you go buy a car, price, if you buy, you know, anything you buy on payments, you know, for the privilege of being able to space it out on payments, you pay a little bit extra in the long run. I don't think oh, yeah. that that's totally unreasonable. No, it's not. I don't really do that either, but I, I am, that's one of my pricing models that I'm exploring is monthly payments. And I, I think that that's a reasonable, I think that's sort of, at least in this country, you know, it's like everything's on credit. So it's very well understood. You know, I even was just about, I was signing up for a, um, a workshop, uh, um, conference that obviously is not happening anymore but they have like a one pay a two pay a three pay and a four pay and the high the more payments you have the higher the total price is and that's just yeah. in their pricing and that's your option so we yeah. got a good uh we got a good comment from eric in the chat 
who said he has a $12,000 project for an assisted living facility. I actually had Eric on my podcast recently and he talked about Which this Which was one. really good. I know he talked about Divi Chat on it too. Yeah, he's the man. Eric and the man, keep shout on doing out. your thing, man. Uh, but the question is, they're really busy and they said that they had to push the finishing of the site for a couple months. His question yep. is, what would you guys do? So that's why you need in your contract if finishing the website is on the client, then final payment is still due within a certain time period. And so if you have that in your contract, then it doesn't uh, keep them from paying you because if, hey, they're really busy and they, they can't get you that last bit of content and they can't you know send you the approval on the final design and all that, you like you still have to get paid. And so that's why it's important to have that in your contract. So uh, you know if, if uh, the completion date is pushed back because of the client payment is still due within this time period. Um, it's so also another good reason to have staggered payments. Like I do my payments in three, which again, we could talk in another episode about. Um, but by the time the last one is only a 30% payment. And so it's not actually a huge amount of it, but I have had clients who delayed me out and I said to them, Hey, that's fine. Like, I don't mind if you want to delay this, but we are going to need a progress payment. So at this point, I'm happy for you to pay everything except the last 10%. And then you can do the last 10% when we go live. So that's another way of being flexible without kind of like being a complete douchebag about it. Well, yeah, because I think of, the reason matters too fault. is yeah. this, this isn't because they are dragging their feet, getting the stuff ready. That's because they run, I assume from this comment that they run an assisted living facility, which now is probably being flooded with work and things, you know, like if they're just overworked because of the yeah. virus that shall not be named, then, then yeah. that may be a reason for, you know, a little yeah. bit of leniency. But if they have the cash, the I think being able to say, hey, I, I understand we still have 30% to go, but I'm a small business too. If you have the cash right now, it would make a really big difference to me. And being able to kind of, it depends who they are and how hard you need to be. And I guess it's a case by case basis, but I would be reaching out to them saying, look, this is how much work we have done at this point. And our I, cash flow was relying on that. If you can pay me half of that right now, that's going to make a huge difference to me. I think most people are going to understand that. Most people understand that we are small businesses and that at this point we were expecting a certain do. amount of money. Yeah, I, think, I, would uh, say, I was just going to say real quick too, in that case, I would try to do as much as you can that isn't relying on them. Like if you, if you're just waiting on content and you can get going with making the site mobile responsive and doing all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and getting all the contact forms working and everything, I would do as much of that right now. That way, when they do send the content, you can wrap that up quickly. Um, but everything and, that we've gone over is what I'd recommend. Yeah. And while we're right here in this and we're realizing all these crazy scenarios that we never thought of, this is another time that is perfect to go back to your contracts and update them. What are these scenarios? I mean, that's like every time something goes wrong, I go update my contract. Cause it's like, ah, I never even expected that. Like yeah. for years, I would just like kick myself. I finally have gotten it to where like, I don't hate myself after someone signs a contract, you know, like I'm okay with them now, but like you come to this, like, did anybody think this, that the world would shut down? No. So what happens at, do you have a catastrophe clause or something like, that? Oh, <laughs> Just hit the baby's head on the She's microphone. Good. Are you it's good, soft. Honey? It's like a pillow. I got one. Yeah, it's, it's kind of soft. Yeah. Whoa. And, and to lot, that Dad. point too, having those clauses and those different scenarios, 
in your contract so that it protects you just because it's there doesn't mean you have to enforce it. So like, yeah, that's right. if you want to be lenient, like it doesn't mean that you have to like, you know, yeah. lay down the uh, long arm of the law with your contract. You can just yeah. be like, okay, well, you, you know, we do require this. However, we're going to, you know, and then you come out being the hero. So I know that's I always right. like gonna, that trick. Yeah. I was going to say too, in this case, I, I meant to mention this earlier. That's what I was going to mention is um, it was funny. I was tomorrow. I'm releasing a podcast that I actually released from a video a year ago with top 10 lessons that I've learned in 10 years of self-employment. And I, I listened back one. to it and I was like, that was pretty good, man. I was like, I'm one of the ones in there was like super timely right now, which is don't burn your bridges. And I think that's yeah. a really important topic to, to keep in the back of your mind right now. Like Dude, Sarah's like clients, F bridges. <laughs> I mean, F no, bridges, I'm done. So bad. Burn the bridges, take no Burn prisoners. The- <laughs> I didn't know me at all. <laughs> uh, but Get no, your I mean, own like, hosting. I, there are some clients who are going to potentially freak out or not handle things great in a crisis. And I would just yeah. say, particularly if it's a good client, like, you know, show some empathy where, you know, not to the point where it's hurting you or your business. But um, like if a client cancels, I'm not going to hold it against them necessarily. I'll, you know, we'll, we'll visit again and talk. We'll do what we just talked about in this episode, but, but yeah, don't burn those bridges. It can be really easy to to do. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly like, you know, there's uncertainty for all of us as well. So on our end, it can be very easy to, to uh, jump to any sort of emotions, but yeah, Yeah. don't burn them bridges. I, uh, we are already over an hour. Um, which has flown by as usual. Josh, I was hoping that we could have heard a little bit from your um, chat with Melissa Love. I know you released a podcast episode on this, but I guess everybody just has to go listen to it because we, we're we time for I'll, final thoughts now, but I'm sure there's a, a lot. I'll give you the quick four point breakdown if you want. Sure, we'll take a minute. go for it. Yeah, yeah check yeah, out um, episode 26 on my podcast, guys. I talked with Melissa Love who dished out- She's awesome. Some, man, like she dished out some gold. Uh, but her four tips were basically um, things that all businesses can do during this time. And number one was to retain book business with really good communication, which we kind of talked about in this episode and a couple weeks back. Uh, number two is to re- reorganize your personal and business cash flow. So look at your subscriptions. Are there things you can cut out that you don't need? Are there things that you can ask discounts about? Like there's no harm in calling your cable company or internet and stuff like that. And just asking if they're giving discounts. Um, no harm with that at all. Um, three is to replace existing income with creative offers, which we've talked about a lot in this episode with, okay, what can we do to, even in the chat, uh, some people were mentioning, potential SEO services that come in right now while people are building out their SEO and content. And then number four is to refresh, reach, and reskill. So make sure you're utilizing this time wisely. So the four big R's. Yeah, great episode if you guys want to check that out. Um, Thanks to Melissa Love for for chatting with me on that one. (laughs) Boom. How about you guys? You have uh, anybody, um, Tim or Sarah, you have some final thoughts? Well, I was about to say what Josh just said, so I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, all four of all four, <laughs> all four of those. That was exactly things. that was my exact final thought. <laughs> no, joking. Um, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't really have any have any final thoughts. I think that if you are intentional about helping and serving, then uh, everybody will win. Um, and yeah, got to take it on a case by case basis because obviously you can't just help everyone for free. But that's it. 
for sure. Yeah. Sarah? And I think um, like with the don't burn your bridges thing, I think it is okay if clients feel like they can't keep going. I don't think it has to be on you to cover their cost ongoing, but I think it's okay to do it in a way where you can be helping them and saying, this is a hosting solution that could really work for you. And I am still here. I'm not cutting you off. Like you can still come to me and I can help you with your site, but you can manage the, the hosting for a while yourself. And then if it's too much and COVID finishes, come back, that's fine. So I think there are ways that you can be supporting them and not expecting them and not making them feel guilty that they have to stay with you. If you can clearly see it's not going to work for them, it doesn't have to be on you to just offer it for free. I think there are other solutions as well that you can do in a way that they can come back in six months' time if they feel like it's too much for them. That's nice. I think um, for me, I, I mean, again, I think we've covered everything pretty good, but I also think there are... Uh, as many ways of handling it as there are business owners almost, right? Like each of us have handled it in slightly different ways ourselves. So whatever works for your business, just own it and do it. And you know your customers, you know your priorities. So you know, do what's best for your business. And if you need to reach out, there's plenty of, of business people that you can chat with, you know, hit us up on our Facebook page or in our different Facebook groups and things like that. And uh, we're happy to have people bounce ideas off us and things. And, and while you're here, leave, leave a comment, leave a review. It, it really helps us when you guys do that too. We try and be there for you. And that's the way that you can be there for us. Remember, we've got that, um, that URL. It's ratethispodcast.com slash Divi chat. If you go there, it'll give you, it'll pop up either on your phone or your um, browser, wherever, um, wherever you have the podcast, whatever podcast apps you have installed. It's a nice, easy way. Cause sometimes they're not real clear cut. Hey, I wanted to say real quick, uh, a big thanks to everybody who, um, has helped support, um, well, by buying a course this month, a lot of, you know, I, I offered a big sale for my courses. And on top of that, I was, I donated a, an additional 25% of each course purchase to a, a Oh, I forgot about that. That's here. awesome. Uh, yeah, the sale's going through midnight tonight. Uh, and then tomorrow I'll be doing my final donation. So I did one last week and, um, I say this modestly, but this has been the best month ever for courses. So it's been amazing. Um, and I just got a video today from my contact there and I, I'll be honest, I got a little teary. Uh, he sent me a from video your contact of the, where at the, at the nonprofit oh, because okay. the donations are going towards feeding families. And he sent me a video oh. of them like feeding these families. And the line was like wrapped up around this building of families that have lost their job and have no, uh, that's amazing. They're coming their food. So yeah. I just wanted to say thank you guys. Cause everyone who has supported, and I know some people have reached out separately. If they didn't need a course, they could just go there and, and donate. So it's, it was really amazing. All I'm, I'm going to do a recap video either tomorrow or the day after with, uh, I'm going to share that video and then, uh, and share kind of what we're able to do. But I just want to thank everybody for the support because it's been amazing. Um, and on that same line, like that was, I was getting a bunch of people asking about courses. Um, one of my new students just, with she worked for Uber and obviously she's not doing that. So she wanted to learn web design. And those were the kind of things that got me thinking, you know what, there's a big need for online learning. And uh, I wanted to try to give back in both situations. So I would encourage everyone to do that if you do have some sort of opportunity, you know, be giving during this time. Well. So I got awesome. some spit up Uh-oh. here. <laughs> <laughs> she was very moved by your. Yeah. 
An- yeah, and Annie Annie had a good time on the on the podcast. She did. Today, She's so. so cute. Cutest episode ever, you guys. All right, we're way over. We Sorry. are. We're way over. All right, thanks everybody. It's been fun. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>